what it is, peeps. Once again, to give you your news on a Sunday, this is the Trigger Happy Chatterbox. And this is the world's greatest detective. Oh, yes. This is Dead Bat. All right. So news is slow. Just letting you guys know right off the bat. This is one of the things that really kills it for you and me. News is slow. It's not much going on. But, hey, we give you a show every week, right? Uh, gotta. Yeah. Hey, you know what? At, at this point, at this point, we can say that we are officially more consistent than a part-timer's work schedule. <laughs> You're not wrong. We are. But so news news is pretty slow. But we've got we've got a couple things. We're yeah. not going to leave you hanging. Exactly, guys. Uh, if you guys are driving currently to your job, of course, your two to eleven job, I know about this very well. Hey, listen to us while you're uh, while you're doing that. I understand. Shit's not all that great because I mean it's two to eleven for fuck's sake. But hey, you got us. Uh, but before you go ahead and do that, um, if you're about to go in your car, you may want to go ahead and check out our Facebook page at facebook.com/dpbats. And of course, well, I mean, again, if you have a little bit of time, you can go on our Instagram pages, the Trigger Happy Chatterbox, World's Greatest Detective Six Two Six. Six Two Six. You like you like that? You like that synergy? Yeah. Um. Six Two Six. <laughs> Um, yeah, but if you're driving, don't check social media. Don't do it. The cops will pull you over. It's illegal now, at least in Florida. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But um, can't even change your fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some really good news uh, involving uh, me and Kyle's con schedule. Um, I figured it'd be a little bit more official to speak upon the ones we're going to. Um, instead of the ones that we're still trying to plan out, guys, um, we are going to MegaCon Orlando. That is happening all four days. Um, so definitely. That's always a fun one. Oh, yeah. That's always, always a fun one. Um, and then we're also going to Miami Supercon. Um, so check us out there as well. I believe the dates are going to be from, I think it was the 2nd through the 5th of July. And then uh, I think it's April 12th through the 16th from Megacon Orlando. So if you get a chance to see us, say hi to us. Absolutely. And Supercon, that's going to be an adventure for us. Uh, you know, we it's weird to say, but we've kind of fallen into like a, a comfort zone as far as the convention circuit goes. Mm-hmm. It's just like... We've gotten used to booking the same cons for the last couple of years, and we were like, all right, well, we know how this goes. So driving down to Miami is going to be, whoa. Yeah, exactly. I know. It, we've I've never been to Miami whatsoever. Um, and so for you I mean, and me, I, I mean, that's going to be awesome. Like, we're going to be seeing a lot of people who I think you and me have been wanting to meet for a long time. Like, there's a Superman that I've been wanting to meet. Um, I mean, you've got a couple really cool dudes that go over there. There's one Aquaman that I've been wanting to meet for a while. It's like, there's a lot of really cool things, and we're going to be trying to bring the entire Bat family, at least the core members, with us. And that will be an undertaking, but it'll be, it'll be fun. Yes, most definitely. It'll be fun. Stuff in the works. Uh, I think I'm definitely going to have a new cape by the uh, by the time that rolls around because the uh, thing I'm wearing on my back now is getting tired. 
Oh, I hear you. I know you talked about that when we were at MegaCon. You were talking to me and Jimmy about the idea of a brand new cape and a brand new everything. And I was just like, I actually was looking for another cape for you and Gabe. I was like on the horn trying to find one. Uh, because I understand, man. Like, you know, after a while, you start wearing and tearing certain things. Yeah, I think it's just the material it's made out of. But uh, I, I think what I'm going to do is kind of use that as a template and then go out and find some really good uh, material and then just kind of uh, use the old cape as a template and cut out the uh, the eight panels from the uh, from the material that I have and stitch those together. Yeah, most cape. definitely. I'm going to widen the neck, too. I'm going to widen the neck, too, because, like... I can talk normal while I'm in the Batman suit, but sometimes I feel like, <laughs> feel like... easy there, Tobacco Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm being choked out by like a really weak child. Like <laughs> that's just what it feels like day to day inside inside that uh, that suit at least as far as the cape is concerned but like it's it's one of those things where it's manageable like it's not it's not like oh man this ruins my whole experience no it's like a um like a minor thing and then as soon as i put the cowl on i just forget that it exists yeah most Um, definitely but i'm gonna widen the neck area a little bit i'm probably gonna look into ways of uh fastening the cape to the suit and the cape to the cowl so that way it becomes all one big interconnected piece and just makes it look a little better yeah while we're on the subject of talking about uh cosplay and fixing up and enhancing things um well uh, a couple nights ago um i was up and awake and i decided i wanted to work on uh, the red hood um stuff and uh, kyle can tell you I sent him a picture, and I'll, I'll hope to try to get this picture on either Instagrams or, you know, Facebook.com. Guys, we apologize for, you know, I know we're trying to get the page running. Me and Kyle got a crazy schedule, so it's like one of those things where it's like once a week I'll try to at least do something new with that site. But I'll send, I'll put a picture up there of what I sent him. I dapped the whole fucking urethane to the shirt. And I sent that to Kyle, and he just Jesus. started laughing. Yeah, it, it dap dap is a miracle. That's dap is a, a is a godsend. That is an impressive chemical. Like, it really is. Like, if if you guys, uh, like, for anyone who's listening, if you guys cosplay and you notice things are breaking and wearing and tearing. Hey, man, pick up some DAP rap reviews from Amazon or something. It really works. Hell, it fixed my mom's cup. It, um, it's done some stuff that contact cement can't do and in a shorter amount of time. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's definitely something that should be in any cosplayer's wheelhouse, even as, like, an emergency measure. Uh, you know, even if you ask somebody to hold on to it or you keep it in, in, one of your pockets, if your cosplay has pockets, uh, and then you use it when stuff starts falling apart, it makes the whole cosplay experience 100% better because then you don't have to worry about, oh, man, my cosplay is falling apart. Today's ruined. No, dap it. Dap that shit. 
Exactly. It's just it's it helped it's saved so many potential accidents from happening here in our our cosplay group. And it's just it's it's amazing. It really is. Like if you guys ever really need to, like what Kyle said, man, dap that shit. Dap that shit. Um did want to say, man, um, before we get into this, I-, I didn't really realize that it was the first day of fall today. And it is, even though in Florida, it doesn't feel like it's the first day of fall. But I didn't fucking care. I fucking had pumpkin spice coffee, and I had pumpkin pancakes this morning over at First Watch. Hey, that's what I got in my coffee right now, some pumpkin spice creamer. Like, I'm not a pumpkin spice guy. But I will tell you that I've got to have it once, and then that's it. Like, I won't have it the whole the whole season. It's not it's not my thing. But I'll have it once. Because, hey, it's, it, you know, to me, I like having, you know, something for the season, you know. And for this, that's definitely it. For, like, Christmas, it's peppermint mocha, you know. Oh, yeah. It's how you ring in the, the season. You got to do it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, quite a bit on my end here. I got a couple things to read off and uh, just to get everybody like really excited for later in the show. Um, I got a couple things. Um, so they just revealed that Captain Marvel in the comics killed an Avenger. My thoughts on that. Um, Tom Welling coming back to being Superman for the Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's definitely something. My uh, my thoughts on that one, mm-hmm. um, and then a little bit of Titan season two spoilers. If you guys don't want to be uh, spoiled, probably when we get to that part, skip it. Yeah, um, and then uh, as a, as kind of a teaser on my end, I've got a uh, the French court given uh, given Steam a big fuck you. Uh, I'm going to tell you where you can get some free Batman games, uh, and. Uh, I can tell you what's going on in Fortnite right now that is also Batman related. Ooh. I I like it. I like it a lot. I like oh. I like that. I'm going to spit my coffee out. Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to Odin's pranks cuz I love his fucking videos. <coughs> Oh my god! Um, so uh, I, I guess I'll start off here. Um, I won't. I won't get to the the real ragey shit. Um, I'll start off with something I did not mention uh, in terms of the things that were you know I teased. Uh, you got Mortal Kombat, the the movie that we've been all been waiting for, right? They uh, they've got casting down, except for maybe a few key roles. Like I don't necessarily see uh, a casting for Johnny Cage. But they are they were filming last week. That's how official it was that they started filming last week. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm nervous because I was telling TJ, which is another big MK fan, you know this. Um, I told her the same executives that were part of Annihilation are the same executives for this movie. Here we go. I'm a little I'm a little scared. Like if they stay the hell away from that as far as possible, great. But they have I'm I'm going to go on there right now on IMDb to check out um the casting of Mortal Kombat real quick for you. Um am, am I No, am I, we just get Mortal Kombat Annihilation Part 2. 
Oh, Jesus. I hope to fucking God not. John, Listen. we all want a sequel to the Clone Saga. No, you don't. No, see, look at this guy. This man has <laughs> to go ahead and troll me the very second we get into some news. Fuck you, because if that actually happened, I'd walk the fuck right out. <laughs> you, you'd be like, John, what's wrong, dude? Uh, this movie's ass. That's what's wrong. <laughs> fuck this movie. I'm gone. I want my yeah, I want my ticket money back. Yo, like dead ass. Like it's gonna happen. Um yo, I won't even I will end up being like I was with Origins and just like I will my face will be just red. I will be pissed off. Like I will mm, I will I will deck somebody if I don't get my money. Like honestly, because we've been waiting for this for so goddamn long, bro. Like something that is just so faithful to the source material. At this very point in time, how can you fuck it up? Look at Marvel. They have a great track record, at least an 80% track record of being at least faithful to some kind of source material. Like, I don't get it. Like, how can you fuck this up? If they do... It's over. I don't want to see another video game adaptated movie. Nah, I don't want to see it because, and I feel like I'm really striking every other movie down for this one film, but it's like, if y'all can't get your shit together and Feige's the only one who wants to get his shit together with movies that are just killing it, what is wrong? Do we need a Kevin Feige-esque person to take care of you people? Listen, all I want I want them to finish the Uncharted movie. I want that to exist. That'd be amazing. Um, you know, and you can have Nathan Fillion in it. I'm down with that. Him as Nathan Drake. I saw him in that little test uh, video. Fucking brilliant. Loved it. Um, you can also cast uh, Tom Holland as the young Nathan Drake that we see in Uncharted 3. It'd be fucking incredible. Yeah. And I don't know why they're having getting that movie off the ground. If we can get a if, if we can get a movie made with Tom Cruise, we can get this thing done. <laughs> you're not wrong. Like you're you're really hitting it hard with this one. I, I definitely have to agree with you on that. It's it's just it's gotta be it's gotta be faithful to the source material. I mean, you can go ahead and experiment and bring a little bit new life to something like this and put your own spin to it, but you gotta hit the major points. Like you can't you can't do what they did in Annihilation and just, I get it, they they leaned a little too hard on what a character is supposed to look like half the time, and none of the story made any bit of sense. Like, the first one was solely MK1, right? And then, yeah. it just went off to 2 and 3. Like, no, like, keep it to Mortal Kombat 2. If you're gonna go into a sequel for this thing, do not fuck it up by going and doing you know, two and three in the second movie. Because the second the, the second movie was supposed to solely focus on on some of the other characters and maybe perhaps, you know, the Emperor is 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 being tyrannical. And then the third movie he could be like, Oh well fuck you guys. You guys go ahead and beat us in Mortal Kombat? No, I'm gonna invade your ass. Like the third movie could have been that. Yeah. But no, they wanted to rush everything out, and then New Line Cinema are garbage in terms of that. Like, what movie do you know is being funded by New Line Cinema now? 
No, you're right. I haven't seen them in a while. And it's because they made dumb fucking decisions. Well, I mean, it's... Let me rephrase. I probably haven't seen them in a while because I haven't watched a whole lot of movies recently that aren't comic book movies. So they could be working on other stuff. I just don't know. Like Screen Gems has been doing some stuff. Lionsgate, doesn't, they, they barely do anything. If they do something, it ends up being shit anyways. Um, Paramount, they still do shit. I mean, look at Sonic the Hedgehog. They still do shit. Um, Columbia. Oh, it says, I've got a. It says, uh, it's it's on a Google ask, but it says uh, is New Line Cinema still in business? And this is from FirstShowing.net. Uh, says New Line will maintain its own identity and will continue to produce, market, and distribute movies, but New Line will now do so as part of Warner Brothers and will probably be a much smaller operation than in the past. And that comes from uh, February twenty. 20- 8th no 29th 2009 so take that for what it's worth mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's folder brothers now okay um, it looks like they worked on it too okay so they, they have done something it's just it's not as groundbreaking as it was when you and me were kids in the 90s right Okay, because that's, I also that's, feel like that's like a, I feel like that's a, a a statement of the times too, where it's it's so hard to impress people now, uh, you know, with with CGI being the way it is, it's like you know if if, if stuff doesn't look amazing and blow everybody's minds, it's like yeah, well, it's CGI, whatever. And that's the thing, like t- to add to your point over the discussion we're having right now. The problem you have about that is it reminds me of the 90s where they were just starting CGI. They were starting to put things together and, 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 and make things like this. Like, of course, you had practical effects in the 80s and you had still images that were moving like, you know, the Godzilla movies. But when we had CG pop up in the 90s, every motherfucker was like a disaster movie. You know what I'm saying? And people were blown away by that shit. And then we wanted stories. And it's funny how when we wanted stories, you got like an X Men and a and a Spider Man that came out during the two thousand you know two thousand one era of things. Ninety nine, I'll give it to Blade because that was the belt that was like the best of both. You got a really good story on top of CG, lack of a better word, CG because it didn't age well in terms of CG. But the story aged well. That's the thing. Yeah, and what you're saying here is absolutely 100% valid, where, you know, if it's not mind-blowing, ain't nobody going to see that shit. And that sucks because the demand is going to be for a story, give or take five or ten years. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I, I don't think the combination of... CG and practical effects has been done better than the new Star Wars stuff. Um, Because they use a a bit of both. Like, we all know that the prequels went super CG heavy and got a lot of flack for it. 
Um, but with the with the I guess what they're calling the sequel trilogy, they've done really well at keeping a balance, and that's been really interesting to see what kind of effect that has on the movie overall. Um, and it's at the point where you can't tell what's CG and what's practical, and I think that's the way it should be done. Um, you know, movies shouldn't have to rely on CG for ever. Yeah. And that's what and and going back in full circle here with Mortal Kombat, I hope I hope both our ideologies pop up for this film. I hope that they don't have to rely so much on CG, but for the things that matter, like I mean the things that are going to matter that need CG. Like of course if we get like a reptile cameo, we're going to need some CG. You can't form a big ass fucking tongue bigger than Gene Simmons just out of practical effects. It ain't going to look good. <laughs> you, I mean, you could. You, like, you sure could try. I mean, you could do some Evil Dead shit if you want. You know, I have no sure issue. could give it a shot. Yeah, and if you're gonna do some Evil Dead shit, you might want to call Bruce Campbell. Yeah, let let him help that out. Oh yeah. But the uh, the cast doesn't look bad. I actually know some of the cast here. Some of them are actually from End of the Badlands. Uh, Louis Tan is one of them. Louis Tan, if you're not familiar, was actually rumored to be Nightwing a couple years ago. I actually was on board with that, too. I was like, wait a minute. He has the body type and everything for him, and he's a great actor. I mean, if you guys don't remember, he was Shatterstar in, uh, in Deadpool 2. Um, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, that that's around the same time that we thought they were gonna keep going with the Nolan trilogy, and then they fucking didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, right? They were they were like, "Oh shit, Robin, Robin's coming," and it's like, "Fuck you!" Like I was like, that movie made me so mad. That movie made me so mad because I was like, Bruce qu- quits being Batman, and then you get this guy named Robin who shows up, and it's like. What the fuck? Yeah, seriously. But um, but yeah, Shit like that was mad. the first two. The first two Nolan movies were great, and the third one was like, nope, suffered from Robocopitis. <laughs> By the way, to uh to Eric, I know he wanted us to do a uh, a video of us commentating on Robocop three. Hey, bud, we'll definitely do it for you. Um, I know me and. Kyle were laughing and giggling. I mean, I was... what's up? It, we have to. It'd be hilarious. Oh, I was yeah. talking to some coworkers about it the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah. You mean that bad movie where they gave him a jetpack and a gun arm? Fuck off. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just going to talk about the damn Japanese guy that, like, was just so robotic that they, like, I don't know if they cut off an arm or a head or anything. Oh, it just was so cringe, but it was f- now looking back at it, I laugh every time. It's just the funniest shit on planet Earth. Yeah, it's just it's hilarious. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop one of mine. I'm gonna drop one of the things I got here. Yeah, go ahead, bud. Take it away. Check this out. All right, this this comes from Kotaku, uh, writer known as uh, Nathan Grayson. Uh, so shout out to you. Uh, he wrote an article about this whole Steam thing. So this, if this goes, 
in favor of the consumer, it might change the way digital games happen. Mm, okay. Um, at this point, at this point, if you buy a digital game, technically you don't own it. It has a license attached to it that can be revoked whenever. Um, that's part of the reason I don't like digital. Mm. Uh, because if you have a disc, the disc is tech your license to have that game. You own it. Um, but with digital, it gets kind of sketchy because if it goes off the store or what have you, what are you supposed to do? You know? Yeah. Um, so this says, uh, back in 2015, Valve got sued by a French consumer organization called UFC Quesir. Um, UFC Quesir had a multitude of bones to pick with longtime Steam steward, the biggest among them being that Steam doesn't let users resell their games. Four years later, 2019, a French court has ruled in their favor. And now Valve plans to appeal. Um, so it, if people are allowed to resell games on Steam, um, that kind of throws a wrench in the whole digital model that we have right now with it, gaming. It does. Um, it... Yeah. It, it, it says if, uh, if their appeal fails, uh, ruling stands to have ramifications not just in France but across the EU. Um, so if they're allowed to resell games, you know, it's like, I, I was listening to a podcast, uh, earlier coming home about it. Shout out to kind of funny games. Um, and they were talking about how it would just fuck up the whole chain. Like, what does that do to the developer? If you can just resell a digital game, how do they still see revenue? You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, because if you buy a game live, like if you buy a game at full price and then you resell it um, and Valve has to refund you your money, where, you know, like I, it's, it's all in the details. It depends on how much you resell that game for. Um, I imagine if you did something like selling it at half price, you know, if you buy a $60 game, you resell it at 30 Steam and um, the developer, more notably the developer, because Steam takes a bigger cut, just gets fucked because yeah. you resold that game. And, and with used games uh, these days, people have... People are able to... Uh, you know, finish a game in three days and then resell it. Yeah. So we could see if this goes through and it has a basis, um, we could see game prices rise because of developers and publishers trying to make a profit. Um, and then it brings up a bigger question of alright, well what about the rest of the digital media that we have? Can you also resell that since you purchased it? A lot of good questions. I would definitely tell you I hope to God it doesn't get to that 
point. Honestly, I really hope it doesn't get to that point where they start because like you and me both can say to like kids that are a little younger back in my day, video games were actually fifty dollars. I mean, tax included, you know, forty nine ninety nine and being the technical back price. in my day, we went down to the fucking blockbuster if we wanted, wanted to rent a game for three days. Yeah. And they give us the look like what the fuck? What? Yeah. What? But like that's the thing we're getting to that point now where if a video game is seventy bucks is it even i mean imagine a video game in the next four or five years being seventy seventy five bucks yeah, I mean they've kind of hit a sweet spot with pricing. people are willing to pay sixty bucks yeah exactly um but there's a there's another caveat to that too. There are some games that you you pay a hundred dollars for out the gate because you want the DLC and everything that comes out later. Yeah, but like that's what I did with Spider Man. I was like Insomniac, take all my fucking money. You're making Spider Man, take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know if game prices increase. I mean. There's not a whole lot the consumer can do but go, fuck, I still want to play that game. Guess I got to pay more. Mm, I, I, I th- you're right. It's not us, but I could definitely see somebody saying that. With me, you know me, dude. I, I rarely get into any. It sucks that I'm like I'm so out of video games. Like The only video games I play are fighting games, unfortunately. I play other ones, but like I just I, I just don't. It's one of those things where Kyle can tell you, like, if it's a fighting game, I'm all in, you know. But if it's anything else, I mean, I'll watch. But that doesn't make anything better in terms of just wanting to be part of video games and pre being part of the industry. Because who's going to play your game if it's 70-plus DLC? Imagine selling a $140 game, and it's not EA. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't know what they're going to do, but like if that goes through, then that's going to change the infrastructure of digital games significantly. Um, and in uh, in France, particularly the EU probably, uh, we'll see if, if the court rulings is upheld, then we might see... Uh, I'm meaning if it's upheld after the appeal, uh, we might see certain game services go down um, while they try to implement how to resell those games. Um, or we might even see them disappear entirely from the EU and just say, all right, well, we've got an audience in the U.S., so we're going to go do that. <laughs> But I don't see them doing that. They're going to try to work something out for sure. Yeah. Um, and they've expressed interest in if, you know, if Steam's ruling is upheld, then uh, they might go after other platforms like PlayStation and Xbox for digital gaming. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, it's It's definitely... Digital games are, are kind of in flux right now, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have to see. But one of one of the caveats it says if Valve refuses to ch- change its rules and post the court's decision to Steam within a month, it will have to pay a fine of up to three thousand euros per day for up to six months. Jesus. 
Now the conversion on that. Do, 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 to uh, 3,000 3, euros is 3,305 US dollars every day for six months. No, no. Valve needs to stop doing this shit. Valve needs to give you Left for Dead 3 instead of going ahead and fighting this shit. <laughs> I kid, well, it, but it's, in it's all seriousness, you're absolutely it's, it's, right. It's interesting, though, because I want to know... I don't know who to root for, you know? I don't know if I'm on Valve's side. I don't know if I'm on the, on the French court side. Um, because of the the subject matter. Uh you know, with digital games, I I always figure you bought it, you own it, right? But yeah, some situations have happened where that's not the case because it's it's tied to your account. So if you lose your account, you're fucked. You know, you don't own that game anymore. Go buy it again, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and that's just not fair. So I can't wait to see what comes out of this. You know. Um, you know, whatever the outcome is, uh, I'm not, I'm not particularly convinced that it'll be bad for gaming, um, but it it'll definitely change it for sure, and the way we see it. Yeah, most definitely. Oh man, that's that's heavy, especially now. I got to think about the idea that I'm not into video games nowadays. I mean, nostalgia video games, I'm always in it, you know, whether it's the N64 or the PS2 or the PlayStation 1, whatever the case may be, you know, the older ones. Now, it's a little weird for me, even though I don't mind, you know, talking about it. I've seen it on YouTube or I've seen some walkthroughs, shit like that, you know. Um, now, as for... Yeah, well, that's, that's my thing. Out of the two of us, you know, I've, I've always been the bigger gamer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Seeing all this stuff in flux is crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, I know you and I, we're we're big into what we do. I know you're big in gaming. I'm big in comics. I'm about to throw my rage right here because it got fucking worse with Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. It, It got fucking worse. They, I don't know what to tell you when I saw this fucking picture, Okay. She has, like, this big-ass fucking Red Hood dome piece on her fucking face, right? And it's covering her face. I'll send... Matter of fact, hold on. Fuck it. Let me send you that picture. I want you to see this picture while we're on the air. Yeah, I want I want. I want you to see this shit, okay? I really, Insert angry key clicking. Yeah, just... Whoo! I want you to see this shit. I know, I'm getting hype. Oh, damn it, that's the wrong fucking link. That's the wrong link, nigga. I'm waiting on it. Okay, hold on. Give me a second here, because I think I just found it. And I hope to God this is not... I, I'm going to have to send it to you really fucking fast. Oh, God, here it goes. I'm going to save image, and I'm going to send it to you. Because when I saw this image... I said, fuck this character. Okay. Just fuck the character. That's what I said. I said, when I saw this, I said, fuck the character. Because they have fucked her into an oblivion. They they really have. It's, it's disappointing as hell 
what they have done. Let me see. Oh, it's it's not letting me just saving the image. Nigga, I want to just save. You know what? Just send you the fucking link. That that works out too. Yeah. I I feel like Bill Burr, honestly, when it comes to like technology sometimes. You know what? I tell you what, I don't know how this shit works. I just send you the fucking link. There you go. The fuck is going on there? What's that about? That's not great. Oh, you see what? the picture? Yeah. Oh no, scroll down. What is this? I can't wait for you to see this shit. I can't wait. Like, bro. For those that are that are pretty much in the know-how. Captain Marvel in this issue kills an Avenger. My response? Do you want do you want do you want my honest opinion? Yeah, bring it on. Go ahead, bring it. It looks like it looks like she should be on stage with Kiss. You're not wrong. Look how she she looks ridiculous. <laughs> Bruh, I don't want to see your damn teeth. I don't want to see your fuck. No, this is terrible. Like, definitely just, and then she kills an Avenger. I wonder who the fuck she kills. Like, what are you gonna tell me? She kills Spider Man. If she kills Spider Man, it's way too soon because everyone's still kind of reeling over the fact he's not in the MCU. If you're gonna go ahead and kill off Falcon, well, that's not really good. You gotta get, you gotta bring Steve back now. But which I know. Well, that's, I think the comics already out. Said it was coming out September twentieth. Or November 20th. Never mind. Two months. It's just like, dude. Get rid of this character. And get and you know what? I can't even believe this. I'm going to bring one hell of an analogy into your world. Okay? I'd rather go ahead and read Kamala Khan naked, strapped to a fucking chair, and having Vaseline in my mouth than reading this shit. <laughs> That's right, I said it. What is this? Come on, man. How hard is it to fuck this up? Like, this is shit that you should be Babe Ruthing out of the park. This should be stuff that should be coinciding with the movies, and it should be killing it on all cylinders. Don't make her literally kill an Avenger, because now I didn't care about the character before, and I damn sure don't care about the character now. I liked her as Warbird, you know, like Miss the Miss Marvel that I grew up with. I like her as that because you know what? They made her likable to me. This, I, I you make me want to go ahead and, and just start attacking my coworkers. That's how you make me. F- I mean, that's that's no problem considering I'll do that any day of the week. But you make me wanting to do this even more. Hey, John. What, man? Would you rather get rid of this or the Clone Saga? I'd rather read the Clone Saga, damn it. Damn. Because you know what? At least I know what to expect, and I know I could hate that one. This, I don't know what the fuck to do. I feel like Louis Black in the IHOP uh, sketch 
where he's like looking around. And he has everything around. He's like, give me some goddamn pancakes. I'm just like, get rid of this shit, please. Like, if I see this in my general area, I'm going to burn it and the house that it's in. Get rid of it and give me some goddamn pancakes. Yeah. Oh, my Jesus. I I mean, I saw that, dude, and I thought, wow, the episode that we're going to be recording is going to be one hell of a fucking breeze. Just You like that analogy, by the way, that I brought in the middle of it? Yeah. Just that's how I feel, dude. It's like, what the fuck? Get you. Yeah, man. Go ahead, take it away, because I know you got some things you want to talk about. <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm just gonna just give up at that right. point. I'm not even gonna read Marvel anymore after this. I kid. God damn. Well, John. You know what? I, I hate to deliver some more bad Marvel news for you. But, uh, so Spider-Man Far From Home, it, uh, it, it comes to digital on September 17th, so it's already out. So go pick it up on digital if you, uh, if you want to quote-unquote own it digitally. <laughs> like we were just talking about. Yeah. Or uh, it comes to Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K Ultra HD on October 1st. Um, so I'll definitely be picking it up because it's probably the last good Spider-Man movie we'll be seeing in a while. Um, it was funny. I was hearing people's comments, uh, and they were like, ah, yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home, also known as the last Spider-Man movie. <laughs> but uh, you got that guy. He's coming out. Um and then, uh, if you want to, what's the bad news? You have got the, the the bad news is that it's like the last Spider-Man movie we'll be seeing in a while. No, you know what? I got used to that that's, shit that's when I, I, I. No, you know what? I'm okay with that. You know that was <laughs> like like you have to understand that Captain Marvel thing. When I saw that, I was like, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I felt like I got a bad like uh like I, I got a bad statement on my electric bill. That's how bad it was. Like I spent too fucking much just looking at like just looking at shit online. Just you know, hey, listen, when they guys. when they when they bring the when they bring the bill to your table and you're like, oh fuck, that much really? Yeah, they just sent that to me when I saw that comic. I was like, son of a bitch. Oh my, fuck shit, man. Just like that right there just pissed me off. Like. The whole day I was running around like fuck Marvel, like what the what, like nigga, what what what's wrong with you people? Yeah, but yeah, Spider Man being the last MCU movie doesn't really make me upset. They fuck it up three four times, then then yeah, because it, it, I, I think we're gonna cover this too. The idea that you know, Spider-Man is going to be Sony-based, and they're going to make movies for Sony. They're going to do crossovers and shit. I'm going to tell you this right now and put my hat in the ringer. They fuck his ass up three times. I'm burning Sony pictures. Damn. I... I there's one thing that I, I, I always give Marvel praise for with Spider-Man, and that's that they gave us more obscure... Spider-Man villains, and they made them work. Um, 
Like, they gave us Mysterio, and they gave us Vulture, and they were both fucking great. And I feel like we needed that, because Spider-Man villains, more often than not, have been, like, uh, you know, Venom, and Green Goblin, and Electro, and, you know, the, 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 the villains that people know. And then, when you brought Vulture and Mysterio, people were like, oh, fuck. He has more villains? Shit. They look really scary. And they didn't in the comics. But, like, Marvel found a way to make them feasible. And it was done really, really well. And, like, I was down to see more of those obscure villains. But now that it's back to Sony, we're probably going to see Venom again. Yep. Because... Aviarad has a heart on for Venom. He's an old. He looks like the fucking Hamburglar. Okay, let's just. I'm just gonna roast. <laughs> I'm just gonna roast his ass. He looks like the goddamn Hamburglar with a Spider-Man hat on. That's what he looks like. Okay, I can just imagine he goes in the Sony office and he's like, "Hey, let's bring in Venom, everybody. You want a hamburger? Like, come on, dude. Like." I don't oh, want to see this one. fuck again. Now, it is different from Topher Grace's Venom. It is It is Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's Venom is fucking incredible. So, you know, I, I'm down to see it once. I don't think I want to see a trilogy. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like, I'd be down to see, like, if, the, if that's their first movie with Spider-Man back, cool. You know, you, you set it up, Spider-Man moves to the West Coast, fuck it. But, I, you know? Um, but, on the DC side, um, happy belated Batman Day. Yes. Oh, yes. I am, bro... You're you're talking to the right person with that one because I am just it just it was I know we didn't really do anything I know you and I really didn't do anything do anything but like the fact that it's Batman Day and it was really cool and I thought about you too I was just like oh, I'm Batman <laughs> I'm Batman yeah I, I, I did I, I did think of you there I was like you know what man I wonder how he's doing um and uh, just DC speaking of that DC has been doing a tremendous job with Titans. I will give him credit where credit is due. Season 2 is fucking unbelievable. Like, sorry, good, Marvel. Good or bad way. What happened? In a good or a bad way. Oh, in a good way. Oh, yeah. F- far none. Good way. I just want to say, Marvel... You better get your shit to look like that. Because that is an investment. The way they, they're making these characters for season two is awesome. Okay? Number one, I care about characters that I normally wouldn't have cared about. Donna Troy, wouldn't give a shit about. But you know what? I care about her in this. Especially her in Starfire with that one scene. I ain't gonna spoil it, but there's a scene where the both of them are together. Um, who else? Dove and Hawk wouldn't have cared 
was funny when Jason roasted him. <laughs> Sounds like Jason. You know, it's a spoiler alert for you guys. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of spoilers for this part of the episode, right? There's an episode where Hawk and Dove are looking for Grayson. And they come across Jason, right? Jason's there. He's uh, He's got, like, this motorcycle jacket. I love how they're doing the, the Red Hood kind of uh, references here. Every time I see the references, I'm like, ah, Red Hood, let's go. Um, but the uh, the three of them start talking. And they are underestimating the shit out of this kid. And so Jason, without even wasting a second, you can tell this kid who plays Jason, he loves this character. You could just tell. He just comes out. He's like, first of all, guy, I will put you in your ass in three seconds. That's what happens when you're trained by Batman. Yeah, just bar none, just put his ass down. I'm like... And then it's funny because the guy gets pissed off. It's like that that's what Jason does. Outside of just being who he is, his gig more or less is that. Is being an infuriating little shit. Yeah. You know, I will say I will say something. Like one of my favorite moments in season one is like where Robin goes to fuck up the drug deal and then all the criminals are like, Where's Batman? <laughs> like, oh, is he that scary here? <laughs> Robin shows up. They're like, "Fuck no! <laughs> Where's the other guy?" <laughs> but season season two so far has been really good. I know. Spoiler alert! Once again, guys, I had to say this because Jesus Christ. But um, there have been pictures online of the Nightwing suit. Uh, really blurry pictures that look like they. They got, like, taken, like, from a fucking potato. But, like, it looks dope. It, it's the it's the rebirth version that they're going with. And I absolutely love it. That is how you take something from the comics. You are inspired enough to recreate it. And you put it on screen. That's how you do it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds incredible. For the first time, I'm not actually being negative. Because you know me, I'm picky as shit when it comes to costumes. I'm picky as shit. That right there, that's the Grayson. Like, holy shit, I actually jumped out of my bed when I saw that. I, Bro, for those that have either been with, you know, the two of us during movies... There have been times where if I see something really cool, it's, I, I make it sound like a basketball game. So if I see something like the the Winter Soldier, remember that fight with Batrock, the, the beginning scene, where he does that fucking cool-ass kick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cool-ass kick, I got hyped. The second I saw that kick, I was right next to On, and I was like, look at that shit! You know, like, that was me. Look at that shit! Just get fucked, bad truck! American justice in your ass! That's how I was. I actually had people back of me who were like, fuck this nigga, dude. Holy shit. Like, that was me. So, when it comes to something like that, is a once-in-a-lifetime like area for me, 
where you'll have no complaints. That right there is Dick Grayson. I was so proud of them for doing that shit. If that's a Jeff Johns decision, they need to let him continue doing more Jeff Johns decisions. Because if that was his decision, that's one of the best decisions he's ever made. Outside of the future shit bringing that if they bring in Red Hood, you better damn well make him look like Red Hood. Is Jeff Johns the Kevin Feige of DC right now? I think he is. I th- if, if, if he was under that decision... He needs to continue making more decisions like that because that's going to get you to make movies that will get you to the promised land of making a phase two, a phase three, a phase four, and a phase five because you have so, you know this too, there's so much material for DC that they've yet to do yet. Yeah. Just... We haven't even seen Dark Side yet, and it's a crime that we haven't. Nope. Nope. Haven't seen Dark Side. We were supposed to. Didn't. You know, just God damn it. So much material that they have. And under the Red Hood story, you know, uh Dark Side. I'm trying to think of other characters right now. Um I mean, fuck it. We haven't seen uh what's his name? Um Help me out here. The scientist who knows Batman's identity. Uh, Lucius Fox? No, no, not Lucius. He's he's a villain. Is that it? He's no. A, yeah, he's a villain. Um, mm. Strange, strange. Oh, a Hugo. Yes, we haven't seen Hugo in, in any of this shit, right? We've never seen Hugo in a, in, a, in a movie before. We've never seen Clayface in a movie before. Good villains... That we've never seen. It's a crime that we've not seen it yet. All stuff that could have been. Clayface would be fucking incredible. What was that? I said Clayface would be fucking incredible. Oh, hell yeah. What was it? You, me, and TJ in the car said that. That, like, Clayface would be incredible. So. To me, I know I'm getting ultra hype because it's like, damn, I saw that and I saw some of the episodes that came out. And I have to say, if Jeff Johns is behind some of these decisions, damn it, I'm happy somebody is. Because a lot of these decisions are really, really good decisions. Especially the uh, the first episode with the Trigon stuff. I don't know if you want me to tell you anything about that. Um, that right there must have been the biggest reference to Red Hood I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah, I, I won't go any farther than that. That is the biggest Red Hood reference that I've anyone will ever see until he finally dies, comes back, and ends up being who he, he, he needs to be. You know, the hero that Gotham needs, quote-unquote. You know, it's just they did so good, man. I'm just... It just makes you want to have the movies be the same hype factor that the shows have now yeah unfortunately that's where dc fucks up is the movies it's like they can't make a piece of media over two hours long and not fuck it up yeah it's like warner brothers gotta be like oh we can't have this you know people don't like that it's like no dude be adventurous the problem in the 90s was they were not adventurous they stuck to what they know, and it eventually got old. Yeah, like, uh, you know, 
And that's not to say the older Batman movies were bad. They were great. They were fucking great. But, like, this new DC seems to... They seem to, like, temper the movies a little bit. And I don't understand why. Because Titans is doing really well right now. And Titans is... It's got an R rating, if I'm right. Maybe PG-13. I believe, yeah, Um, a a hard PG-13 rating. But, like, it's doing so well. And that's because of all the references and the fact that they are... mm, Well, they're not being true to the source material in a, in a, in like a hard lined way, but they are throwing in references here and there. Like they know what they're doing. They're trying to make it their own thing, but they're also throwing, you know, little, little tidbits of what we love about the characters. Mm-hmm. And that's how you should do it. And that's why uh, justice league got shit on as bad as it did because they didn't do that shit. They just didn't. Like, I was down for that movie until about halfway in. Uh, halfway in, you could tell the style changed, and you started getting those weird jokes, like uh, like Flash falling on Wonder Woman, which I will forever fucking hate that scene, because they reused it from Age of Ultron. I know they did. Fucking Joss Whedon was like, yeah, but this has to happen. And it's like, does it, though? And then... Batman, I don't fucking... Does he understand Batman at all? I don't think he does. Like, yeah. Fucking... Like, I feel like you could tell what was Snyder and what was Whedon. Oh, I think, yeah. I think Snyder was, uh, was him perched on the gargoyle at the beginning. And that was badass. Like, that was like, oh, fuck, that's, a, that's my boy right there. Like, you know when it opened up with that, I was like, fuck, this is going to be a good movie. And then by the end of it, I was like, I, I just want to go to bed. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, <laughs> you can't have something run you through the emotional ringer like that when you watch it. If you, you know, if you're watching a movie you enjoy, you come off of it with a high. Like with with Batman v Superman, that that's what I do. I watch that movie and I go, "Fuck, man!" Like you know, it's got to be the ultimate cut though. The theatrical cut, it's like, eh, it's like a watered down version. Um, I know you were more heartbroken about that movie than I was. Was Justice League? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I was like, man, I get to see some more Batman badass shit, and fucking, I get to see the Justice League work together on screen in live action, and then it was like, nope. And I was like, oh, all right, fuck me, I guess. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't. You said something that resonated with me. You said that you know, did Joss Whedon understand the character, and that's why I point to Exhibit A of Sam Raimi. And the fact that he didn't understand Venom and he didn't want to do it. That's the th- I love directors who don't decide to put characters in their movies. If the studio has to push them to do it, that's a different story. That's what happened in Spider-Man 3. But if a director does not understand the character and doesn't want to do it and is also in charge of some of the, the executive producing rights then it's fine. Stick to your guns. Understand the characters that you do and keep going with it. Don't put characters that you don't understand who they are because they will translate on screen. Right. Right. Like, that's the biggest damning part of Justice League. You gotta, like, put your hands in the, in the, uh, the, uh, 
Italian motion. It's just that simple. <laughs> it's just that simple, man. God. All right. So uh, for Batman Day, you've got uh, you've got some free stuff. Epic Games. Epic Games. We got free. Is shit. giving you some free shit. Oh yeah, a lot of free shit. Now, now this is only for uh, PC uh, PC players, unfortunately, but it's a thing. So uh, they'll only be free until September 26. So you guys have four days to get out there and snatch these up, and I highly suggest you do. Um, you are gonna get free copies of. And I quote, Batman Arkham Asylum Game of the Year, Batman Arkham City Game of the Year. I think this is a typo in the article. It says Batman Arkham City again, but I'm going to assume it's Batman Arkham Knight. Um, and then you get the uh, the Lego Batman trilogy, uh, which is Lego Batman the video game, Lego Batman 2 DC superheroes, and then Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. Um you know, note that it doesn't include Batman Arkham Origins because it was made by WB, and uh, Rocksteady is differentiating themselves from that, um, having made the trilogy that everybody knows and loves. Yeah. So, go to the Epic Games Store, open up the Epic Launcher, and select Store, and then from there you scroll down and you click on the Batman logo, and that'll bring you to a separate page where you can redeem those. Um, so definitely snatch those up. Play, play you some Batman. Celebrate that character. 80 years, man. 80 fucking years. Nice. Yeah, I mean, damn, it's been so long with Batman that 80 years of kicking ass and... I mean, it could only go up from here because, I mean, there's so many things that they can do with bats. I mean, it's it's crazy. The character has been around for 80 whole years, and there are still new stories to tell about the character. And they keep him fresh and vibrant, and they, they keep him going. And, and that's the thing that I think, see, if it wasn't for Kyle, I mean, granted, I would not have my best friend. But I wouldn't be able to really grasp the importance of why this character is around. I get it. He's like the most known superhero ever. But my man knows Batman in and out. Like, I, I can imagine his driver's license says Kyle Davis slash Bruce Wayne. Bruh. <laughs> so, I know. He's just, um, he's an important character, man. I think it's, I think he's one of those characters that have persevered because of the lessons you can learn from him. Um, you know, it's just, he's gotten me through a bunch of shit, uh, because that's a character that, you know, he gets all this shit thrown at him and he keeps going and, you know, his superpower, it's not, it's not the gadgets, you know, it's, it's not the physical ability to do the things that he does. It's the fact that he keeps going. Yeah. So I I think that's a you know a big part of the reason why he's survived for as long as he has you know he's been around for almost a century at this point, and it's because he inspires everybody that reads him to do just that and that's you know keep pushing forward even if everything's against you. Exactly. 
Most definitely, man. Couldn't have said it better because I know, like I said, guys, when it comes to Batman, he got me involved heavily into it. And then, then it's funny. Mom was like, would you ever want a tattoo? And I'm like, you know what? Because of Kyle, I probably want a Red Hood tattoo. So fuck you, bitch. There you go, Jason. Get in there. Like, what was it? I wanted a sleeve of maybe uh, Deadpool and then maybe, uh, you know, something Red Hood inspired. Um you know, an iconic image or something. Because Jason really is an extension of me. When I just don't really give a fuck. I'm just Jason. You know? It's, yeah. It's crazy how much, you know... Looking back, you know, it, we're about to enter, you know, October. And I'll never forget it, man. We've been friends for a good three, four years. When we first went to the con that we put, you know, stock into being MegaCon Tampa... And just Red Hood for the first time, and you were Batman, and just we were, you know, we were pulling that whole thing off. And I, I thought back, I'm like, damn, I've known Red Hood for three years. I've known him as long as I've known Kyle. Like, nigga. Bro. So, I know it's getting a little sentimental on the show, but guys, you have to understand, we've been friends for a long time. So this this podcast is just like the birth child of our our, our relationship. Yeah, it's it's been it's been quite a few years. So like I remember what was it? Was it God, was it a year ago or something where we were like, "Hey, we should do a podcast." And we were like, oh, "Fuck, no, we should. You're right." Yeah, we talked about um, it and then we went back and forth, but you know it's funny, we'll talk about movies and stuff and people like our group is like, "Oh shit." Like they're quiet whenever you and me go into it. And then I think it was evident we needed to. Yeah. So we've got a uh, we've got some more stuff coming out of Batman Day. Um, Fortnite has a Batman crossover. Now, John, I don't play Fortnite, but like that's you and me. Tempted, tempted to now. <laughs> oh um, boy, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But like, fuck it. It looks good. So you've got uh for the for the next two weeks. Uh, started on the 21st you can get um a, a map called tilted towers is going to be transformed into gotham city fortnite i don't know how the fuck they do this but they did this with the avengers where they made a whole game mode where you were fighting thanos and i was like what the fuck like i've never i've never seen a game be this pliable as far as things are concerned and I guess they pull in a lot of revenue, which is why they can afford to make these various deals and give you these various things. Because I know they had uh, like uh, a bunch of Marvel skins and stuff around the time that the Thanos stuff was out, and now they've got Batman shit. So I don't know what's going on over there, but they're doing good work, obviously. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so you you got a special pack of caped crusader weapons and skins will be available throughout the two weeks. Uh, some stuff that's available right now, uh, if you go in there and, and play it, uh, you can get, it looks like a couple of skins. It kind of looks like the Rebirth skin um, without that gold outline. Like, I think it's like his current suit. Um, you can get that, and you can get the... Uh, uh, Nolan Batman skin. That's what Ooh. it looks like to me. And then uh, 
They also have a Catwoman skin as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got says uh, Fortnite shared on Twitter. Remember, laughter is the best medicine. Complete the Welcome to Gotham City challenge pack to get the Catwing glider, two sprays, a banner, and a loading screen. So, hmm. you've got some Batman coming to Fortnite. And not only do you have some Batman coming to Fortnite, you have Gotham City coming to Fortnite. Interesting. Okay. I see what you mean there. That's pretty cool for Fortnite players. I know definitely um, it's something where... You know, it gets people who are interested in both to kind of just be more immersed into it. And, hey, it might even draw some new Batman fans who, eh, they probably know who the character is, but they don't know, like, the extensive history, the Bat family, all of the things, all the little tidbits. And uh, I'm glad you brought up Batman because I got something to tell you. No. So I'm reading this uh, this story by Thomas Bacon off of... Uh, off of screen rant. By the way, guy, Thomas Bacon, you have a kick-ass last name. Um, so, I guess with this little mini-series they're making, they're going to be making Mask of the Phantasm DC canon. Yeah, buddy. So, you know what that means. I'm down. That means they're most likely going to bring back Andrea Beaumont. Which we haven't seen her since that movie. You've got her. I'm I'm excited for that. That would be amazing if they brought. Imagine, and I think you and me have talked about this in a fan film. Imagine if you did bring back Andrea Beaumont, but imagine if she wasn't as like thrilled to see Bruce now that Bruce is surrounded by a fucking huge mob of of family members. And just is like, yeah, I moved on, nigga, and I got a whole lot of kids. And, well, well, Alfred's still alive and kicking. Mm. Like, imagine her distaste to knowing that he could never pick up the phone and be like, hey, we can kind of talk. And then she kind of knows, oh, yeah. man, you moved on, and you moved on with seven other fucking kids. Why should I care about you? And is the enemy... Or the villain for him. That'd be one hell of a villain. For sure. That's one we've never seen in live action, too. I'd be down with that. You know, that would be really, really cool. I'd be so down to see... Even in the comics, I'd be so down to see her just end up being a villain to the Bat family. And just resenting everyone. Grayson, Jason, Damien especially. Just imagine that one for a minute. She's like, wait, you're Bruce's son? It's like, how much time has fucking passed on by since then? Yeah. And you know what's interesting? I would really like to see... Uh... Brain fart. Fucking just gone. It happens, God brother. damn it. Oh, I remember. Um, I think there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of pressure on uh, DC and DC in particular to create a shared universe. I think, I think one of the reasons Marvel's universe is working out so well is because it's not forced. 
Um, like when they started it, they were like, you know, it was like an artist project. They were like, man, we want to do this, but we want to do it right. We want to take our time. And then it turned out fucking incredible. Um, but like when, when you're forcing yourself to try to make something work, it's not going to come out as great, which is what we got out of Justice League. They forced themselves into it to make that deadline, and then it came out lackluster. Yeah. What I would like to see from DC at this point is maybe not trying so hard to make individual movies in a shared universe. I'd love for them to do with, like what they're doing with Joker, where they make individual movies... And then later on down the line, if they want to tie all that into a shared universe, go for it. Um, but at this point, it's like, fuck, after Justice League, where do you go? What do you do? You've got to go back to basics and figure shit out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's really the shit of um, making something and then making it into a shared universe. Like, everyone thinks the shared universe concept is something where you could just do it off the fly and everyone's going to be invested. It's like, nah, you have to understand a certain percentage of people, not like you and me, but a certain percentage of people will be casual fans. So you have to get them up to speed. Everybody else is along for the ride. You know, because there's some people who will go into that being like, what's the importance of this character? What's the importance of that character? You know, like, that would be the one thing forever that I say about Justice League. You and me, I mean, we're going to know these characters' extensive history because, of course, we not only cosplay as these characters, but fuck it, we know these characters. Others are going to wonder what's the importance of some of these characters to the point that when they leave that or they left that theater, they didn't know who they were even more than when they walked in. And that initially is the problem. You're absolutely right in what you said. I totally agree with you with the the shared universe concept. To add to your point, that that's really they've got to build it from the ground up. Like what DC has currently been able to do with just having Shazam and having a cameo with maybe Superman is okay, even though it wasn't really Henry Cavill. Um, you know, Wonder Woman being by herself doing her thing, Aquaman by himself doing his thing. It's okay to keep them separate for right now, right? Um, yeah, just to build for something that would matter because then it's like, Hey man, if Shazam dies, I fucking cared because Billy Batson is, is a character that I put investment into. And, and, and in essence I would, because I actually, I, I loved the movie enough that I want to put investment for the second and third movie with the third movie being the biggest payoff of all of them. Having Dwayne Johnson as black Adam, when I see him in that suit, I'm telling you, if you're there in the theater with me, bruh, I'm screaming, yes! Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? An actual good DC movie is what the rock's cooking. That's a fucking, that's a hard recipe. And that's the thing. I didn't know this, but a lot of these actors are getting into executive producer roles. Like, Will Smith is the producer executive producer of uh, Cobra Kai did not even know that until I really looked at the uh, the credits and I was like holy shit dude and then Dwayne Johnson was the uh, the executive producer of Shazam yeah 
did not even know that, but apparently he wanted to make the movie as good as it can, and he had to slide in that role. And that's good because, hey, if you can't, sometimes you got to do it yourself, and sometimes you got to really push to bring that out to life. And I think that's what we have with Chris Evans going in Marvel and stepping in there because I think he's going to be that for the Captain America universe with the Disney Plus shows and shit. But that's my guess. I certainly hope Certainly hope so. I definitely don't want to see him done with Cap forever. Yeah. Well, speaking of a person not being done with a character forever, which is kind of a hell of a segue. Um, anyone who's anyone can tell you that I hate two things in comics. The Clone Saga and Superman. But I've always been fond of Tom Welling's version of Superman in Smallville. I've always been fond of it. It was a well-written show. It had its perks. It had its, it had its cons, too. It did. I, I had things that I had issues with, but the show wasn't bad. I liked the show. They made the mystery of when he gets to the gets the suit in the series finale. And I know he didn't want to wear the suit during the entire show. He's like, I'll be Clark, but I don't want to wear the suit. But he he had like the 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 top part for the series finale when you know, the iconic him taking off the shirt and becoming Superman and flying in the sky. Yeah, that whole thing. But a lot of us pretty much thought that that was going to be the end. But it wasn't because this Crisis on Infinite Earths story that they're building is another feather in DC's cap. You got Brandon Routh coming back as the Kingdom Come Superman, which I never cared for that version, but it'd be cool to see him come back, right? Then you have Tom Welling's Superman, which I've been a fond of. And guess what? His Lois is coming back. What? So you've got Brandon Routh, you've got Tom Welling, and you have Erica Durance all coming to this show, along with everybody else they have for this thing. You know what's really interesting? I find it really intriguing that when they do these shared universe kind of things, like with um, you know Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow and all that other stuff, they're always very, very hesitant to put Batman in it anywhere. Yeah. It's always been interesting to me. It's like you've got this big shared universe, and then it's like, well, Batman's doing something else. And then it's like, well, that sounds on par for Bruce. <laughs> I'd really love to see some Batman here. <laughs> but you guys are going to go do that? Great. I'm going to go do this because fuck all of you. I could at least hear him say that. Um, I think one reason why we like he's not... not... Like, he's not particularly a team player, as as evidenced by the Justice League. I mean, he's very... He can work within the constraints of a team, but more often than not, he's more comfortable operating by himself. I will also give it to, to Bats. I mean, I know this is like a Batman Day episode, but like at the same time, I mean, I got to say it, there is no Justice League without a Batman. Yeah. You're, I mean, while we can say that he does not play well with others, I mean, 
what was the movie? Um, the not the Crisis on Infinite Earths movie. The, the 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 Battle of Two Earths with the Crime Syndicate. They couldn't beat the Crime Syndicate without bats. Well, you know what I think part of it is with the with the with these live action adaptations is maybe a Batman costume is just really expensive to make. You know, I could see that. Like, like with Superman, you get some cloths, you get a muscle suit. The rest of it's the actor, but. You know, with Batman, you've got to fork out for a belt, a boots, a cowl, a cape, all this other crazy shit. And, you know, I mean, I I know Superman has, you know, boots and a cape too, but um, I think with Batman, it's going to be a little more expensive to make because you have to make it look like armor. Yeah. And some, time, some cost goes into that. And I get that. It's just... It's crazy to me that we have we live in a world where comic books are are important, maybe more important than ever. And it's so difficult to get Batman in one of these live action TV shows. It seems like they skirted around it every time and I don't know why. Like in Titans, I think we see a little bit of him, but it's always in the shadow. You never see him in the light. And that's fine, but it's like when you when you have a universe in DC, I feel like people are like, man, that's cool. You know, what if Batman shows up? And I get that they don't want Batman to overshadow those characters that they're working with, but it also feels a little cheapened because it's like, you know, me being the Batman fan that I am, it feels like a like a hole in the universe because they always want to skirt around his existence. Yeah. I no, I hear you, brother. Um I'm about to probably do the one thing that I never thought I would do. I mean, I've tried to be I've tried to tackle questions like that. I'm going to try to tackle your own question. Why do they scurry around and not bring Batman into the universe or universes of the CW and even the DC universe version? I I even try to answer it because quite frankly, it just it I think we're going to have questions like that anyway. Where people are asked, they're going to be wondering why in the world. Yeah, it's kind of good on Dead Bat. We also answer questions that people probably had that they probably didn't think about until now. I'll answer it. I think the reason why that they have been scurrying around with Batman is a whole nother. I mean, there's so many reasons why they probably did it. One of them, obviously, what you just said was the armor. You got to think about which Batman you're bringing to the screen here. Which Batman are you bringing? Are you going to bring a more New 52 version? Which I, I wouldn't I wouldn't advise it. Um, would you bring a Rebirth version? Because, of course, I mean, Rebirth is a little let loose. I mean, Batman took a damn grappling gun and just plunged a man's chest with it. Um, which, of course, that kind of goes against his, his logic a little bit. But whatever. Um... Are you bringing the 1989 version, which I wouldn't do because you're going to piss off a whole bunch of people and cause an angry mob on in, in DC headquarters. Um, another is who are you getting for Batman for these television shows? Because we already have one Bruce Wayne for season two, right, of Titans. Then you have Robert Pattinson for Batman, right? Um, then you have... Um, you know, Ben Affleck, who was Batman, you know, do you decide necessarily, do you want to bring another guy who necessarily can carry the cowl and cape? If so, who do you get for that? 
that also has something to do with it. Because you can't just pluck some motherfucker from the streets and tell him he could be Batman. I mean, he'll be excited, but he's got to have everything. He's got to study that role like he stu- he didn't study his homework. He better do that shit. Because it takes a lot to be Batman. So, I think combined yeah, 100%. with... 100%. Oh, yeah. Because... I mean, if we're talking Bruce Wayne, you got to be Bruce Wayne. You got to have the mask is Bruce Wayne. Batman is the reality. You got to really capture all of that. Like if I was a director and you were just Batman, that's exactly what I'm telling you. That's what you have to do for this. And I think the reason why is they don't want to go through the armor and pick out something. But the actor is going to be the hardest choice they get. Because whoever they get, it doesn't matter about the armor. They got a budget. They can spend whatever the fuck they want. The first season of Titan showed you that. The guy who plays Bruce yeah. Wayne is the part that they're nervous about. Because like we were talking before, Batman's one of the most known superheroes ever. Superman, out of the out of the crossover, the Elseworld crossover, got the biggest flame out of that show because he wasn't Superman. He got nerfed so hard that Crypto could have kicked him in the nut, and that would have been it for Superman. That's how much they nerfed that character. They weren't watching their asses with a character like Superman. If they do that to Batman, DC is burning. Marvel's the only comic company they have. That's how much yeah. it, it pro and I'm doing this for you because I could just imagine how much it is to try to get Bruce Wayne on there in some way, shape, or form. But if they fuck up Bruce once, they know what's going to happen if they fuck Bruce Wayne Batman up. They know. And I don't think they want to take that chance. Yeah, I mean, Batman, I think, has always been their biggest character. You know, I I think that's always been the one guy they look at and they go, you know, he's, if if anything, he's going to carry it. But that, it takes, you know, it it holds some weight. Because if you fuck that up, it's going to tank. And people are going to be like, oh, well, they fucked up their biggest character. And the mm-hmm. last thing DC wants to be is like the you know the joke that everybody talks about. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I mean, I was watching the Elseworld crossover, man, and just they got flamed hard for that. I mean, that show had a lot of holes. But the one thing that I said out of that show that people asked me about, and even Kevin asked me about the show too. I said, you know what? The one thing I hated was the fact that Superman. I get it. They don't want to make Superman this un- this this deity. But motherfucker, he is. He's yeah. Not, he's not some human with a cape. He's a fucking deity. Like He's actually bulletproof. Yeah. Like, he's probably the most relatable, unrelatable character that I've ever read. But... They fucked up with Superman, and they got the backlash online. They don't want another one, and and especially with Batman. I mean, they got Batwoman, and they already fucked that up, making it an SJW nightmare. Yeah. I mean, that line, what is it? I'm not going to let a man take credit for a woman's work. That shit got fired everywhere. If you were a Kate Kate fan and you heard that shit, you probably did not wear your Batwoman shirt the day after. 
I'll probably say the truest statement that I'll ever make on this show. Society these days with the internet in general and how we perceive characters is even harsher now than it is back then. That will be the, the truest statement I'll say. Because you and I every week will 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 give a thumbs up and or will shit down characters next. But the thing that I will have to say is society these days, with how we perceive characters and storylines and movies and modern cinema, it gets butchered so much these days than it ever has before. Yeah. Like and that's the thing. And I would love them to bring Batman, but I fear that they're going to fuck that character up because of what we just talked about. I mean, I hope I answered your question. You know? Yeah. Like, I feel for you, man. I want I want Bats in there, too. I want Jason. I want Tim. I want Damien. They don't want any more backlash, though. You know? It's like, a, it's like an airplane. Yeah. I don't mean to drag this out here, but it's like um, it's like an airplane. You know, you got a person bringing the plane down. It's kind of hard to bring the, the, the plane back up. I, I've said that before on the show. It's the same thing. They keep they keep nosediving. It's going to be hard to bring that motherfucker up. I, I was about to say, I think John wants to be a pilot. I think, I, I think I'm insinuating this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm insinuating. Hey, American Airlines, I want to learn how to play. I, I want to learn how to go ahead and fly a plane. No, nah, nigga, you want to fly JetBlue? Damn. No, I'm telling you, JetBlue has like their accommodations are a little better than than American Airlines. You fly American Airlines if you want to get drug off a plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh. But um. Also, it's worth mentioning. Uh, do Do you have anything else to cover? Aside from a would you rather, uh, we'll get that round going. Yeah, do you have anything else while I get this up here? Plums. You had to say it. <laughs> I know. I know. People are gonna be like, they're gonna imagine if we get something going in terms of a of a panel, and everyone brings a a plum with them. Yeah, plums. Plums. Varying. Various just, weights. Instead of saying, like, kick him in the nut, I'll just say kick him in the plums. Kick him in the plums. Plums can kill enemies when punched. Yo. <laughs> they can also be used as PFD, personal flotation devices. <laughs> if you're on a plane, as John as John so, uh, so eloquently put it, if you're on a plane and it crashes, use your plums. Use your plums. Oh man, yes. Use your plums. So, I've got five would you rather's, but before we get to the would you rather's, did you have anything you wanted to cover? Um, I got one. I got one last thing. It's real quick. Uh, yeah, go ahead. PlayStation people, PlayStation people, keep your eyes up. You've got a state of play coming September twenty fourth, and. Uh, on, on Sony's blog, they said, uh, Hi all, excited to share our first details on PlayStation's next state of play, which will air Tuesday, September 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, 
We're preparing a pretty hefty show, weighing it at around 20 minutes and sporting a fresh new look. And we'll have some great news to share with you, including new game reveals, new content from PlayStation's Worldwide Studios, and a host of other updates. Should be fun. Oh, and it probably bears mentioning, don't expect any updates related to our next-gen plans in this episode. So, we might get to see some more Last of Us 2 stuff on September 24th, and we might get a release date drop for that. Okay. So, just a uh, just a APB, we have a state of play coming 4 p.m. Ooh. September right. 24th. Everybody get ready for that one. That's going to be a little exciting there. Alrighty. Are you ready, good sir, to play another funny round of Would You Rather? Yeah, man. Okay, so, this, the first one's hilarious. Alright, would you rather be forced to attend school for your entire life or be forced to marry your distant cousin? Fuck, I'll do school. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love how you said it. Fuck, I'll do school. I'll do school. Oh man! All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say school as well. Let's see how many people agree with us. Wow, fifty six percent would rather be forced to marry their distant cousin. Is this the South? <laughs> Is that worldwide numbers? Or is that just the lower half of the U.S.? <laughs> Yo, I can't believe it. And and it's funny because when you look down off the percentage, it says 6,000, not 6,000, 600,000. It's like, bro, 600,000 disagree? Oh. Oh, my Jesus. That was hilarious. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of skipping the ones that are not even entertaining to me. Um, Protect okay. your plums. If we find one with plums, I'm I'm done. <laughs> would you rather walk barefoot in a Lego factory or walk barefoot oh, walk barefoot on burning hot coals? Coals. Coals, what the fuck? Who wishes a Lego factory on anybody? <laughs> Yo, I, I, I'm, you know what? Mm. I, I'm gonna have to go with the Lego factory because, okay, while it sucks to maybe put your feet on Legos, putting your feet on hot coals, since me and 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 really, 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 really hot temperatures don't really go together. I mean, hey, just me and Florida should be an indication. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna go devil's advocate. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it doesn't tell you how fast you gotta walk. Yeah, there you go. All right. Put it this way: you walk fast over hot coals, everything's dope. Y you walk fast or slow over Legos, you're fucked both ways. Yeah, you're not wrong there. It's like stubbing your toe. It's the end of the world. Fucking, that's some shit that Jigsaw would put in front of you. Like, you know, do you want to play a game? <laughs> this hallway's full of Legos. Go. <laughs> this hallway's full of Legos. Go. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow, 80% agree with me walking barefoot in a Lego factory 
than 20% disagree walking barefoot on hot, burning hot coals. Nah, y'all crazy. Eighty <laughs> percent of you are fucking nuts. Oh man. All right, let's keep. I'd going. be the one guy. It's like this hallway's full of Legos. You have twenty minutes to make it go, and I'd be like, no, oh god, please don't make me do it. Yeah. Okay. So, would you rather eat only human remains for the rest of your life, or starve to death? Oh fuck. Dial it to 11. I'll starve. I'll just not eat. Everything's everything's good here. Fuck. They, I mean... Uh, let's see what they say. I'll go with starve to death as well. Wow, that's pretty goddamn close. 48% disagree saying they would only eat human remains. And 52% said starve to death. 80% of y'all would rather walk through a bunch of Legos. 48% would rather eat human remains. Y'all are fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I, I okay. As a gentleman, would you rather paint your nails or wear high heels? Um, I'd rather paint my nails. Dude, I... Yeah, no, you're right. I, You know what? I know wearing high heels would probably tone up your calves real fast, but it sure would fucking hurt. Yeah. I mean, I got flat feet, and I wear DCs, and that shit's a motherfucker. Imagine wearing high heels. Yeah, right? Having to keep your foot at a 45 all day? Fuck that. Yeah. Let's see what they say here. Yo, 81... Pr- percent agree with us yeah painting your nails is easy bro yeah that's that's easy as hell like dude okay let's go through some other ones now i'm not saying the act is easy because you know me when i was a kid i had problems coloring inside the fucking lines (laughs) but wearing (laughs) it sure is easy (laughs) oh would you rather be stabbed in the stomach ten times or be shot in both kneecaps? Fuck. I'm going to say be shot Shoot in Shoot me in the kneecaps. kneecaps twice, fam. Get it. Uh, yo. Yeah, get it over with. Because I know I'm Deadpool in a cosplay. If I get shot in both kneecaps, I'll just be Professor X. Bruh. I'll just run around like the fucking animated series. If you manhandle me, I'd be like, oh, oh, what power? <laughs> just grab Cerebro. Oh, my God, what power? <laughs> That's how he was when, like, freaking Juggernaut just manhandled him. John, Jean Grey's lost it. Quick, grab the Phoenix gun that's hidden in your wheelchair. Oh, hold on. Oh, what power. Fifty-five <laughs> percent would agree with us being shot in both kneecaps. Yeah, bro. Get it over with. Ooh. Fuck. Ten times. That's excess. That's a hate crime. Hopefully I can go back to this one. Okay. 
So this is actually relevant to us because this actually happened yesterday with the Area 51 crap. So here it goes. Would you rather know exactly what happened in Area 51 or accept $1 million? Oh, shit. That's a hard one. Fuck. Because it could be super mundane, right? It could just be normal military ops going in Area 51. But on the off chance that it's not, and you accept the one million, you'll never fucking know. It's it's literally Schrodinger's base. You have no idea what's in there. Could be aliens, could not be aliens, could be something else completely unrelated to aliens. You don't know. Like, that could be where they send all their top secret projects and shit. I, dude. I don't... Fuck. What would you do? I would do uh, the Area 51 stuff without the Naruto running. Man, I don't... Because the here's the thing. One million dollars is not <laughs> that much of money. I don't know. You invest that shit. It'll, it'll multiply real fast. Like, one million dollars... Can you one, imagine... Like one million dollars is an IRS Wesley Snipes ba- uh, statement. <laughs> All right, but, but you could buy a Batmobile with like a hundred thousand. Like, of course, you can put a damn payment on a house, and that's great. But if you put a payment on a house, like if you put like how much, like in terms of a money down, you know, it, it's if this well, I mean, was you thirty. Could, you f- could... Okay. For a million, you could outright buy something, but like you could outright buy something okay, but you know it, it, property tax and all that would be a bitch afterwards. But you know, if I had a million, dude, my closet would be full of bat suits. I'd have like three Batmobiles. That's it. That's all I'm spending my money on. I feel you. Like if you here's that in Brother Eye. I'm building a badass PC and calling it Brother Eye. They never said that that'd be, dude, if we get, like, six monitors and we do a fan film, we got to do that shit. Um, but, like, it never specifically went on the idea that if you're going to go off Area 51, it never said you could take videos or pictures. It's, it's not saying you can't do any of that. So imagine if you skip the one mil, take videos and pictures. I mean, you can make and way more make money than a million dollars. No, you're right. I'm just saying, like, you can make triple if you decide to take videos and pictures and shit. One million dollars is taking it off that chance. I mean, that's great. You can invest in that, too. So either one is not wrong. Well, you know, fuck me, man, because 77. Oh, what happened? I said thinking smart up in here. But then again, I'm, I don't know, man. 23% of people, including myself, are thinking, yo, know exactly what happened in Area 51. 77% would rather take the million dollars. I feel like that's one of the things that drives the U.S. most insane. Is like, what the fuck is going on in there? Like, you know, it's been rumored to be like an alien thing for so long, but now people just want to know what's going on. Yeah. I feel like the government needs to start order and like just organizing like a guided tour. I'm I'm telling you, man. They just be like, "Look, guys, it's in the middle of Nevada. It's just a storage facility. Calm the fuck down." And people will be like, "No, this is a guided tour. You hid the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you move them to?" I got one for me, right? Uh, it, it, I don't know if you know. 
But adopt, would you rather adopt Pusheen or adopt the Nyan Cat? I rather adopt Pusheen because I use those Pusheens all the damn time with my girlfriend. I love Neon Cat. Throw okay. it like a football and watch rainbows come out. Well, you know what? Go fuck yourself, because 69% of, of, of everybody would rather choose the Nyan Cat. Listen, Poochie is a cute, fat cat. Well, doesn't Neon Cat have like a... He's got like a theme song, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's some annoying shit that I can't remember. Yeah, if that's playing all the time while he's around, x <laughs> Can't do it. Okay, we got a couple more in the house. What the fuck? Oh, they're giving me the same fucking question. Okay, hold on. Would you rather work a minimum wage job for the rest of your life or live in the wilderness for the rest of your life? Wilderness. Dude, I I worked a minimum wage job once. I'm never fucking going back. Ever. God damn. That was miserable. <laughs> Just, yo, I, without I'm, question. I'm telling you, man. Anybody that knows my history... I used to work at Dollar General. That was a shit existence. I hated that with everything I was. Because, like, you, it was a service industry thing, so you would just, like, get shit on both ends. You wouldn't be paid very... Like, $180 a week was a good paycheck for me. That was bad. Bruh. I, d- dude, I will take my 15 an hour, I'll build a fucking cabin in the wilderness, and I'll make it better than a house could ever be. Watch me work. <laughs> Damn. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. I, I agree with you there. Bruh. They, they, they never said, it said live in the wilderness for the rest of your life. They never said you could chop all those fucking trees down and make a cabin. Well, 54% agree with you. And me. Because I would not want to work a seven twenty five job for forever. That's just a it's just a sign of society today, man. Like minimum wage just doesn't cut it anymore, and it's it's supposed to be the minimum wage you can live off of, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't. You know, like yeah, yeah. You know, minimum wage could work if you didn't want to live in a place, like if you didn't want to live in a house. <laughs> You know? Yeah, exactly. If you didn't want a roof over your head, save 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 your car, then minimum wage would work. Oh my god. This and even one. then it's like paying that car payment's gonna be a bitch. Exactly. Well, it's off to the street corner now. Damn. John, put it away. You sounded like Burt Ward Robin. Yo, I had to. <laughs> Holy street corner, Batman. I got you one. This will be the last one. We'll, we'll leave it here. If you were given this responsibility, would you rather inform a student of uh, inform a room of first grade students that their favorite pets have died tragically or explain to a room of first Fuck. grade students how sex works in graphic detail? Fuck. Well, that's one way of doing the second one. I'm telling them pets died. I'm telling them all their pets died. 
I'm gonna go. I'm sorry, Goldie's not coming back. Put him down the. Your goldfish isn't coming back. Uh, I'm gonna choose the uh, the explain uh, how sex works in graphic detail. Oh, Deadpool fucking would. Oh yeah, just here's the thing, kiddies. When a man enters a woman, the pleasure is so amazing that you get sent off to Candyland. Oh, you remember that game, right? It's it's based off a of real event. Just Candyland. And all and you pop all types of oh cherries. Plums. Well, I mean, if we're gonna say plums instead of cherries, I feel like you're fucking precious at that point. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I feel like the woman that we're just now talking about has doubled in size if we're talking about that kind of that kind of like comparison from a small cherry to a giant ass plum. Plums. Just plums. We're going to have a shirt everybody Can and, and kill enemies. I could just imagine we have like a merchandise store and like the shirt is like a blackened image and then on the bottom it says plums. And that's all you need. Yeah, we're going to we're going to have OES and we're going to have plums. Yep. And it's going to go together. So it'd be like, oh, yes, plums. It's going to be perfect. Beautiful. Well, that's pretty much all there is with the uh, the Would You Rathers, guys. Um, once again, please um, like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dpbats. Of course, our, our Instagram pages, Trigger Happy Chatterbox, World's Greatest Detective 626. I'm the Trigger Happy Chatterbox, and I'm signing out. And I'm the world's greatest detective, and I'm signing out. Man, the end of another one. An end of I'll see you guys next week. One. Stay golden. End of another one. Stay golden. Burn out. We're not falling. We're taking back to the days of yes, Charlene. We're holding on to what's golden. No, no, stage, We're taking back to the days of yes, Charlene. We're holding on to what's golden. No,